Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. All right, welcome and good morning. Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Joe Galena. The Fantasy Jesus, oh, with George Kurtz, the Fantasy Handyman. George, how's it going? I know you were working on that, that ceiling yesterday. You're like the Bob Vila of fantasy. What's happening? Yes, the, the ceiling is up. The ceiling is <laughs> up there. So uh, Just don't stand under it, right? Just in case it doesn't stay up. No, no, I, I know well, what you, I'm doing. You did a good job? It, it, okay. right. It's up, yeah. It's, uh, you got a big tool belt there, George? No, I don't wear a tool. I, I, that's the only thing is I, I have tools all over the place. And, you know, if, you, if anybody's ever worked on things, you, you don't you can't find something because you don't know where you, you remember, don't remember where you put it. It's on the table. It's on the couch. It's on the end table. It's on the top of my uh, DVDs, whatever the hell. And you do start searching for things. Uh, that's like I guess my I house, man. I don't do You never know where something's going to be. Yeah, yeah. A belt, a belt would come in handy. Well, now I know what to get you for Christmas. A tool belt. A handy-dandy tool belt. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sean Angle, the Fantasy Prince producing our show, uh, is going to be interacting with us because, uh, hey, it may be April 14th, but uh, winter is coming, George. Uh, tonight, the season premiere of uh, the final season of Game of Thrones. Uh, epic show on uh, on HBO. Got a uh, a, a quiz here uh, that was uh, in the, the New York Post that uh, the, we're going to take uh, as the uh, the morning progresses. Uh, test your Game of Thrones knowledge. So winter's coming. Tomorrow's tax day too, George. Did you, did you file your taxes? Oh yeah, I filed my taxes good, months good, ago. Good. Uh, I get right. that out of the way. Uh, I even with the new uh, tax laws, I st- still get money back. Just not as just not as much back as I used to. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, but thankfully, we got a return as well, and we filed them early enough where we got them already. Uh, and uh, it's all spent, right? <laughs> so <laughs> it goes out just as fast as it goes in. But, uh, yeah, we've got a, a lot of fun uh, ahead. This is uh, Fantasy Sports Today. George and I will continue on uh, with weekend fantasy updates starting at 11. Uh, later this morning, I believe it's uh, in the uh, WFU show, we've got Chris Mitchell, uh, a staff writer at uh, Fantrax, uh, podcast host extraordinaire as well. He'll be talking some fantasy baseball with us. Well, focus is going to be mostly on fantasy baseball today. Uh, uh Throw in a little DFS action for you as well. Uh, Going to start breaking down uh, yesterday's action, uh, some uh, notable performances, and the, to analyze what it means for your uh, fantasy baseball future. But uh, before we get into that, should we just take? Uh, I'll throw the first uh, Game of Thrones uh, quiz question at you guys. Test your knowledge. Is it too early, George? Did you have breakfast? Uh, I- I you doubt know. it. No, no, I never eat breakfast. Oh, I'm not. I'm not waking up any earlier, regardless of how early you text me to, uh, <laughs> to have breakfast. The Game of Thrones twist is going to be tough. I mean, not everyone's like you has been watching it over again. I haven't seen it since <laughs> the last time it was on. So I haven't been right, 18 right. months since uh, I seen a Game of Thrones. So uh, shoot, let's see what we got here. I, I have confidence in you. So uh, I've been up since like 4:30. So if I, if I nap in the middle of the show, don't mind me. But here's question number one. And Sean Angle, if you want to join in, you know, feel free. Uh, what's the name of Arya Stark's sword. Here's the four choices. Long Claw, Oathkeeper, Needle, or Heartsbane? Uh, I don't know what fan. I'll say Needle. I think that makes the most sense for her. Hmm, okay. Uh, Sean, you agree or you have another answer? I'm pretty sure it is Needle. All right. Should I, should I make you put your answers in the form of a question? No, that's Jeopardy. Okay. But you are correct. Needle. That. Yeah, look at that. See, I, I had confidence in you, George. 
I had no idea. It just made the most sense for her. She's uh, that the sword is very, very small, very thin. Uh huh. So and uh, yeah, since I've been since, watching the show uh, over, you know, it, it was very precious to her. It was given to her by Jon Snow uh, before he left to go uh, uh, defend the wall. So yeah, that was very special. Uh, to her so right the needle hey and all uh my buddy uh, ryan hallam he's at uh, fighting chance fantasy you could follow him at fighting chance he's got a game of thrones uh game here where uh he lists a bunch of uh, all the characters and you get to pick if they're alive dead or if they're gonna become a white walker so uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty it's pretty cool actually if you if you follow him on on Twitter or just just go to his uh, Twitter handle like I said at Fighting Chance you could uh, he'll send you an email with this word document you fill it in send it back to him and uh, you could win a, a free T-shirt of your choosing from Rotoware so yeah interesting hey uh, guys let me do John Snow alive dead. Or becomes a White Walker. Are we talking tonight or by the end of the uh, series? Uh, by the, I think it's by the end of the series. Yeah, not tonight. Yeah. Live, dead. Now he's what? Uh, There's no right or wrong uh, answer. It's just you know what you well, think is going to happen. There is a right or well, wrong answer. Well, there will be eventually. Right now, right. there isn't. Because... <laughs> right, there's certainly a right or wrong answer here. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to say dead. I'll say dead. Wow, that's already happened to him once before. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Sean, what do you think? Jon Snow alive, dead, or does he become a White Walker? Wouldn't that be awesome if at the end of the series he becomes like the king of the White Walkers? That would be quite something right there. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think there, Sean? Any any guess? I am going to say he's either going to be dead or a White Walker. It's going to be Mm -hmm. one of the two, I'm feeling. Okay. Wow, so, so you take two of the three choices there. Way to go out on a limb. <laughs> a little bit of a wishy-washy answer from the, the fantasy prince, Sean Engel, but we'll take it. So, yeah, I got to get a pen so I can fill this out and send it back to him. So, uh, like I said, uh, at Fighting Chance if you want to play along. So uh, let's get started. Got lots of games to cover, George. Uh my opinion, the Indians are in trouble. Royals beat them three nothing yesterday. Royals four and ten now. Indians eight and six. Homer Bailey of all of all pitchers, two hits him, two hits the tribe, uh, six strikeouts in seven innings. Uh, Brad Miller, uh, you remember him? Brad Miller, he's on the Indians now. Got both of those hits uh, for the Royals. First baseman Ryan O'Hearn, uh, nice Irish lad for you there, uh, George. Home run for the Royals, <laughs> one for three. That's the second home run of the year. By the way, Ryan O'Hearn, uh, don't play him against lefties. Batting 0.98 for his career against them, so keep that in mind. 2.98 versus uh, righties if uh, you're ever looking for a cheap option in DFS. Whit Merrifield, two for four. I believe this is a two-game hitting streak after his 31-game hitting streak ended. You were upset about uh, yeah, Whit Merrifield not getting enough attention over that uh, hitting streak, George. Uh, solid ball player. Say something nice about Merrifield. Let's get this show started on a positive note. Well, I don't know if I was upset. I didn't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just surprised it wasn't a bigger media thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a 30-game hit, 31-game hit streak, and no one was talking about it. It was like it was nothing. And this is something that doesn't happen or happens very rarely, actually. I know part of the reason is because, you know, it happened last year and this year. You know, so it wasn't like it was all this uh, all in one season. But I was just still surprised that uh, we didn't hear more about this. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I thought you were upset, but I, I guess you were okay. You, you slept like a baby last night over this whole thing. Uh, Cleveland offense, George, we, we kind of touched upon it. We did a couple shows together yesterday. Uh, now I'm seeing that they're the triple slash as a team. Uh, 193, 286, 319, uh, OPS of 605. Uh, we talked about Jose Ramirez slumping, uh, no Francisco Lindor. Uh, what's what's the outlook for this team, George? Well, you know, you just said the stats. They're not hitting at all. I mean, they're not hitting at all. Uh, Ramirez is major slumping. You know, he's not uh, he's not playing all that well right now. You know, mm-hmm. well, maybe he needs does he need his buddy? You know, he needs his buddy back in uh, Lindor. They they let Brantley go during the offseason. I think that's hurting them as well. They don't have that. 
Actually, Juice and Milani, they did call up Carlos Gonzalez, but he's not the answer. But yeah, he's not going to turn things around all of a sudden. Where he's, oh my God, Gonzalez is here. We're going to be fine now. Him and Hesley you know, uh, Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, as for Lindor, you know he has the ankle injury, uh, which is more uh, is the one what he hurt. Now the calf is uh, is healed, but he uh, twi- he the ankle, his ankle. Yeah. So uh, he's looks like he's going to join Triple uh, A for a rehab stint tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Now your guess is as much as anybody's mine. How long he'll need to to spend down there? You know, a week, ten days, two weeks. You know, but he'll be back. I think by the end of the month. I think that's safe to say. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the uh, the cure for this offense right now. But right now, I'm not so sure that Lindor cure is enough to cure it. I don't know if one, any one player is going to cure this offense. I think they have some issues. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Uh, I mean, uh, now with uh, Clevenger out for for a while, uh, the strength of this team was their starting staff, right? Do you think that? Uh, that they have enough uh, ammunition in that starting staff where uh, they could, you know, withstand, you know, keep it close maybe until this offense could get uh, things rolling again. Well, they have no choice, right? I mean, Clemens is out until June. Mm-hmm. All right, that, that, that's a blow because Clemens is a damn good pitcher, so that's certainly a blow there. But they don't have a choice. That pitching staff has to be the strength of this team now. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's just, there's just no other issue if they want to compete this year. Right. Because right, it doesn't look like they're going to hit all that much, and they don't have a lot, a lot of money to go out and you know go trade for whatever free agent they want to go get. Someone on a big contract that another team wants to get rid of, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So they've got to pitch. Carrasco getting lit up the overnight with six runs in a third of an inning. That's concerning. Mm-hmm, I mean, well, mm-hmm. that's just, just Carlos Carrasco. I mean, he's not he's not Jacob DeGrom, but he's the next tier down. This should not happen. But, uh, to Kansas City, he gets destroyed like that. So that's something where I raised a red flag, too. Kluber's been up and down. Bauer had a bad last start, although Bauer's been good this season. So, mm-hmm. like I said, there's a lot of red flags going on in Cleveland right now. Bieber. Bieber is the answer. And not Justin either. Shane. Yeah. Yes. All right. So- Shane, <laughs> sure. Uh, 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 before we leave this game, Willie Peralta uh, got his first save of the season for the Royals. Ian Kennedy's gotten uh, saves on this team. Brad Boxberg has gotten saves on this team. What's going on? You're the, you're the closer guru. What's going on here? Oh, it's a committee. You know, we, we talked about this yesterday. They're one of those teams that's a committee. Uh, it's... It was. It looked like it was going to be Boxberger to begin the season, then it wasn't. And uh, now it's just all over the place. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I don't mind this. I think this is the way a team probably should be run. You mm-hmm. know, where you, you you throw the pitcher in the inning, you think you need him to get the outs in. If that's the sixth mm-hmm. inning, fine. Seventh inning, fine. You know, if it have, ends up being the ninth inning, fine. And they're one of these teams where no agent's calling. You know, and going, hey, yo, why, why isn't my guy pitching the ninth inning and getting the save? No one's earned mm-hmm. that. You right. know, Boxberger's not, not not that guy. His agent can try and do that. But once again, saves are what gets paid. So agents want their guys to pitch in the ninth inning. You mm-hmm. know, but good luck with that in, uh, with this team. Uh, I think it's, that's the one benefit of not having that true lockdown guy. You know, not having the Jansons, uh, the Iglesias, Vasquez, uh, Diaz's of the world, Chapman, is that you can pitch these guys where you feel you need them. Only problem is generally the reason why you're doing that is because they're not as good as the Chapman, Jansons, and Diaz's of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and talking about you know agents and and closers and stuff like that and uh, Craig Kimbrell supposedly uh, uh, you know there's some uh, noise coming out of there that maybe he's uh, amended his demands. Did you hear hear about that with Craig uh, Kimbrell? Well, of course he's amended his demands. <laughs> this is not news. You think, uh-huh. He was asking for six mil, six years of over a hundred million. Of the offseason. So obviously he's had to amend his uh, demands. That's not going to happen anymore. Uh, so I don't think that's – there's sometimes people report things that we all know. I mean, uh, th- thanks for that. You know, thanks that he's amended his demands. Good good to know. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, George. Well, if he didn't uh, amend his demands, I mean, Ken, he's not playing this year. It's Ken Rosenthal, man. Ken Rosenthal's reporting this. Thanks, Not Ken. just some schlub. Be, appreciate it, bro. Yeah. We would have never figured that out that he's had to amend his demands. Mm. All right. You know what? You know what? Your attitude, uh, you're getting another question here in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I got the first one right. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. I'm uh, playing with house money. <laughs> listen up, Sean, uh, as well. So, what does the word Khaleesi refer to? So, it's uh, one of Daenerys Targaryen's uh, captured cities, one of Daenerys Targaryen's titles. One of uh, Daenerys Targaryen's dragons, 
or the name of Daenerys Targaryen's advisor? I, uh, I'm going to say a title. It is definitely a title, 100%. There you go. There you go. And she has 32 of them, it seems, right? Uh, Mother of Dragons, <laughs> you know, uh, Freer of This, Breaker of Chains, right? It's, it, it, she just uh, has a lot of uh, different titles there. But you guys are correct. She's got a lot of crap going on. Yeah. yeah. She's a busy woman. Yes. All right. So uh, you guys are uh, two for two this morning. Uh, got, uh, like I said, a pretty good quiz happening here in the, in the post, and we'll uh, cover it. So uh, will you be watching tonight there, George? Well, not if I have to ref. If I have to ref, ah, okay. I won't be home uh, God, till about 11. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be uh, on that. I can't watch it live anyway. I don't have uh, HBO. So I'll have to watch mm-hmm. it on HBO Go or Plus, and I don't know how – how quickly that comes on. I know it's pretty quickly. So I, yeah, I'll yeah. probably end up watching around midnight. Mm-hmm. All right. So maybe I shouldn't have texted you that early, knowing that you'd have to stay up that, that late to watch it. Yeah, I'm never up at 7 a.m. Never. Well, on Tuesdays, I'm up at 7 a.m., but that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. People sleep, Joe. Yeah. It's Sunday. <laughs> All right? <laughs> yeah, but we're working. We're working the weekends. I can still sleep at 730. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, you know, I try to uh, get up early before our shows, do a little prep. I mean, I'm not like you. You have this mind where uh, I can ask you anything and you have an answer for it. So, uh, just uh, good stuff coming out of George Kurtz. Uh, not only can he uh, <laughs> help you, I just say everybody build, sucks. Help you build something. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we come back. We'll take a look. Uh, Reds, Cardinals. Uh, what happened the, last night? And uh, continue with our Game of Thrones celebration more questions for the fantasy prince and the fantasy handyman george church we'll be back with more fantasy sports today From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Joe Galena, George Kurtz, the Fantasy Prince, Sean Angle hanging out with us. It's a glorious day, George. It's actually game not. Of, it's a little foggy I mean, outside. I, right? Actually, it's, it's, it's a good Game of Thrones day. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's misty. Yeah. It's game. It's, uh, it's yeah. it is very foggy outside. My God, it's like. Yeah. Uh, Waking up in a uh, different time zone here. It's just uh, strange. So it's actually not the nicest day. And I wonder uh, what Havoc that's going to play on today's games, by the way. Mm. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, we had, I think, one post moment yesterday, but that was the, the A's game. But, uh, yeah, it is kind of foggy, murky out. Almost looks uh, like, you know, it reminds me of, like, Winterfell. That, that Winterfell castle of the Starks is kind of a dark place, right? So we've been uh, yeah, celebrating a little Game of Thrones, uh, the uh, season premiere of the series finale, although I think that there's uh, going to be a, a, a follow-up series to this, too. I guess, you know, we're asking all these questions, but... Wait, prequel. Um, oh, prequel? Yeah, okay. Prequel. Uh, but I'm, we're asking all these questions. Supposedly there were books written. Sean, uh, do you know if the, the HBO series follows the, the books to a T, or do they take liberties? Because, you know, I guess if we read the books, we kind of know what's going to happen this season. Uh, with how HBO handles it, it's a lot like how AMC handles The Walking Dead. Like, they take a lot right, of right. the uh, basic plot lines pretty much to a T from the source material, mm-hmm. but they do also take liberties, add c- different characters, and change some of the storylines as well. But the overall plot, mm-hmm. for the most part, is basically the b- big same 
except uh, right, right, for right. the fact that uh, that now the uh, show is ahead of the books. So there's that. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> hmm. So they've had to create their own content then, I guess, right? If they're ahead of the books. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, they yeah. basically have gotten like small notes from George R. R. Martin himself about the basic plot lines. Ah, okay, where he thinks it's going. <clears throat> yeah, and then they've kind of taken their own creative liberties since about season five, I'd say. A wealth of knowledge, this this fantasy prince, Sean Engel. Great stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, the, that first uh, question, Jon Snow, alive, dead, becomes a White Walker. He's been killed already. I don't think he becomes a White Walker. I'm going to say alive. That's that's my, my question. Uh, next next uh, character, Sansa Stark. Alive, dead, becomes a White Walker. This poor girl has gone through hell. Sansa Stark. But she's a strong character now. So uh, I'm putting alive for, for Jon Snow. Um and and they've killed a lot of Starks, so I don't I don't see her going. I don't know. I say a life for her as well. What do you guys think? Uh, Let Sean go first here. Well, I am leaning more with her being alive by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she's like uh, really become a very strong character in terms of uh, everything that she's had to deal with. Do you agree there, George? In terms of alive. Wouldn't shock me if she's the only Stark left living here. <laughs> left, I'll go right? to yeah. as well. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Good stuff. Okay. So uh, Reds Cardinals. Reds beat the Cardinals five to two. Uh, uh, Reds now five and eight. Cardinals eight and six. Uh, a couple of highlights. Uh, Jesse Winker one for three. Hit his third home run of the season. Uh, looks like he's starting to heat up after a very slow start. Uh, Joey Votto one for three. Yasiel Puig zero oh for four. Now batting one thirty two. George. Uh, lots of people were in on Puig. You know, they love the, the move to Cincy. Uh, if you look at what he's done in, uh, I mean, obviously, a great hitter's park, uh, at least the Great American Ballpark is known as. First career now, 241, 322, 456, triple slash, batting 132. Uh, still the same fiery kind of guy that just, you know, <laughs> it's just always seems to be uh, on the highlight reels, sometimes more for the wrong reasons. Uh, but uh, what do you think about Yasiel Puig? Were you in on him in the preseason? And uh, what do you think about him going forward? No, I was not in on, on the preseason. I don't have him on any team. Never even really, really even thought about him. I, mm. I get the love. You know, we know he has super talent. He just, he just oh, can't yeah. put it all together. His head's just not all there. It's mm-hmm. just not. We, uh, but we liked him because he went to Cincinnati. Small ballpark, that sort of thing here. But, uh, no, I wasn't all that. Uh, his uh, his ADP was much higher than I would have liked. I mean, I took a couple, mm-hmm. a couple of rounds higher. And yeah. uh, I was glad when someone else took him off my plate and I didn't have to worry about him. So, mm-hmm. uh, no Puig for me. Uh, maybe, I said, he'll have moments. He will have his moments. The talent is there. He's, mm-hmm. He just has not. He's proven over and over again he can't put it all together. Right, right. Uh, I will say I can pretty much only go up from here. Uh, with the 132 batting average, were you surprised when uh, you know he kind of got involved with that big melee last week? That that's just him, right? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the melee was after the the home run by Dietrich, and we literally stood there yeah. and admired it for way too long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He really, he really. I don't know why he was so upset. I mean, Dietrich had to know this was coming. Mm-hmm. When you do that, you're gonna you're gonna get thrown out. And right. he was throwing that correctly. It was both. Um, when I, and listen, yeah, just I don't about really, uh, behind his butt. Yeah, it wasn't like I, they weren't head hunting. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan of throwing at batters, but uh, mm-hmm. he threw. He threw him below the waist, so he wasn't mm-hmm. going to hurt him. Didn't didn't throw at his head. Didn't throw at his upper body. Uh, and I said, I don't think uh, DJ had any right to be surprised about this. Yeah. Now, you're going to do that. Uh, you're going to literally show up a pitcher. You're going to get thrown at. All right, that, uh, that's pretty much baseball 101 there. And uh, for Puig to go ballistic like that, not too smart in his case. Yep, I uh, agree with you. Dietrich uh, actually started at second base for the Reds uh, last uh, night or yesterday afternoon. Two for four, three runs batted in. Hit his fourth home run of the season. Uh, averages up to 233. And uh, like you mentioned, likes to enjoy watching the flight of his home runs. Tanner Rock. Uh, 5.1 innings pitch, one earned run, uh, 5Ks, 4.3 ERA. Uh, any thoughts on Tanner Rock or just the kind of middle of the, uh, you know, rotation, if that much, in fantasy? Yeah, he's uh, he's not a middle of the rotation fantasy guy. He's yeah. the very bottom bench guy you throw out there every now and then, but you really don't want him. Uh, once mm-hmm. again, same problem, pitching in a small ballpark, and he's not very good. 
All right, those are two mm-hmm. very bad. Uh, those are two very bad things to go that go together. You know, not mm-hmm. very, not not good in small ballparks. So no, that'll be someone else's problem. Gotcha. Uh, old man Wainwright, uh, Adam Wainwright, we mentioned them briefly yesterday. And uh, listen, don't tell him that he wasn't selected in any uh, of your fantasy drafts uh, this season. He does take it personal. So uh, six inning pitched, uh, two earned runs, uh, both coming off of home runs, uh, 3.94 ERA. Any way that you would uh, <laughs> consider, uh, you know, what what league would it take for you to to, to use Adam Wainwright, uh, you know, or just draft him and throw him on your bench? Would it have to be like a, an eighteen team league at this stage, if at all? Uh, I mean, listen, I, the over leagues I play, and I don't know if he's if he's drafted in any of them. I don't think mm-hmm. he is. Uh, there's a chance he's on somebody's bench, but I don't I don't remember him being drafted. Cause I remember thinking I was I didn't know he was playing. Mm-hmm. You know, I say that as a joke, but that's what I mean. That his name just never came up in fantasy leagues, which is rare. Mm-hmm. Over the leagues you play, you would have think, thought someone would have grabbed him somewhere uh, so right. with, with uh, the name value he has there. Uh, mm-hmm. listen, I'm not taking him. He's somebody you want to – if it's in a no-course league, you know, a first-come-first-serve league, and you like the matchup that day, okay. You know, he's playing mm-hmm. Miami, okay. I'm okay with that. You know, I know Miami scored 10 runs yesterday, but uh, uh, that's the only situation I can see grabbing him. Mm-hmm. All right, Colton Wong uh, hit his fourth home run of the year. Uh, been a recent, been getting attention within the past week or so because he got off to such a, a hot start. Uh, Colton Wong, kind of a guy that, you know, I think we all, not all, but many of us expected a little bit more out of his career. Uh, but uh, right now batting 313, uh, like I mentioned, the, the four home runs, has four stolen bases. So uh, any interest in Colton Wong? I think it is fair to say that we expected more out of his career. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. very fair because we did. You know, mm-hmm. we, we thought he'd be a better player than he ended up being here. So uh, I think, like I said, I think that's a fair uh, evaluation of Mr. Wong. Uh, as far as he, he's got up to a hot start this year, and if mm-hmm. you know, if he realizes all his talent, he could do a little bit of everything. He's got some pop, not a big guy, right. but he's got some pop, and he can steal some base, and his average should be good. So he's like almost a perfect middle infielder for you, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what you really what you want him for. I, I have no problem grabbing him. Do I think this will last all season? Probably not. You know, probably not, but I don't think he'll kill you either. You know, I mean, I like, uh, I like to say a lot that, you know, baseball's a tough game. And for some plays, it does take longer than others to figure it out. The problem is this has been a long time. To think that Wong all of a sudden is putting it all together now, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know about that. That seems to be, uh, you know, pie in the sky, really wishful thinking there. But still, like I said, I don't mind him as a middle infielder. Yeah, if you look at uh, StatCast, they uh, think that uh, his numbers will come down. But, uh, yeah, you, you know, you kind of hit it on the head. He could do a little bit of everything. So StatCast thinks he's more of like a, a 270 hitter, which I think is probably more in line. Uh, and before we head out there, that uh, jump off of this game, the uh, Red Cardinals, uh, Matt Carpenter, Goldie, two hits each. So uh, we could move on from there. Uh, Marlins uh, beat the Phillies. Marlins beat the Phillies. Believe that? Uh, Marlins 10, Phillies 3. Marlins now 4-11, Phillies 8-5. Uh, Brian Anderson 3-5, first home run of the season. Uh, stolen base. Uh, and, uh, just to show you you know, how early we are in the uh, baseball season. He came into the game batting 191. That three for five uh, day put him, added 40 points to his batting average. So, uh, George, it's a good example of, uh, you know, why this time of year you just don't get too crazy over, you know, highs and lows, you know, because it could, numbers fluctuate so quickly day to day this early in the season. Yeah, same thing happens in your fantasy leagues, by the way. You can move up in the standings real quick, real, uh, real fast, real quick. Yeah, you know, yep. uh, it, it just takes one big night here. The standings really haven't been set yet, where you're struggling mm-hmm. for every little point. You can, you, like I said, you can jump up real quickly here, so no reason to panic just yet. Uh, and mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, baseball, you know, we need patience in baseball, and we, we generally don't have it. We're not a patient group. Fantasy owners are not patient. You know, right. society as a whole is not patient. We want things now. Mm-hmm. We are the microwave society big time. And But baseball is the marathon. You have to realize that certain players – Never hit well in April. They just don't. Whether it's the cold weather, right. the, they got to get used to whatever they got to get used to. They just don't. So you need to be patient. Yeah, I'm not saying that's every player on your roster. You know, 28 rounds, you're keeping everybody. No, I, I turn the bottom of my roster all the time here, and I watch games and I look at guys and even guys who I probably know I should be patient. You look at him, like, you know, he looks terrible. I'm moving on. You know, uh, mm-hmm. so it, ha- it happens to all of us. But your your top players, the players when you draft them, you expect them to ha- really help you win. 
You know, mm-hmm. those uh, your core players, you got to be patient. You got to wait it out. Unless there's an injury going on there that's causing the poor performance, patience. Relax, as Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. would say. And Frankie said it too a while ago. Relax, don't do it. When you want Remember that song? <laughs> I do. I like, I like that tune. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, good, uh, good advice there, George. Uh, um, Neil Walker, two for five, three home runs in this game. Remember him? Uh, Jorge Alfaro. Uh, the Marlins uh, picked him up in the trade uh, with the Phillies. Get back at his old team, two for three, now batting 316. Uh, Austin Dean. Decent minor league numbers, 281 batting average, a little power, a little speed, uh, no fantasy value. But I'll uh, just mention that he went four for four, three runs scored, five runs batted in and hit his first home run. Miguel Rojas, uh, three for three, three runs scored. Uh, you play in a ton of leagues. And who are the guys uh, that you own off this Marlins team? Uh, you know, None. can't be too many. None? Not even Alfaro? Al- 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 Actually, I do own Alfaro because Al- I mm-hmm. – in a one-catcher league, I'm waiting for everyone catcher. Oh, I was mm-hmm. waiting for everyone. Don't even, don't even talk to me about a catcher till the last round. Didn't care. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, I'll wait. I'll wait, especially in an auction league. I'm not spending anything more than a dollar or two on a catcher in a one-catcher mm-hmm. league. So I do have Alfaro. Uh, I think the last league I drafted in, I took Alfaro. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. No problem with that is, uh, at all. Uh, I have Alcantara on a few leagues as a bench guy. Just to see if he mm-hmm. really does develop. I think this guy is a future... Possible future ace in the making, not this year, but possible mm-hmm. future ace, and he will strike batters out. So there'll be certain matchups that I want to start him in, uh, not against the Phillies. Uh, we got wrecked earlier this, uh, I believe, maybe Friday night in this homestand. But uh, Alcantara is someone I keep an eye on as well. And listen, you want uh, Castro and or Neil Walker as a reserve middle infielder? I don't have a problem with that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm still surprised Castro's still on this team. I would have thought he would have been traded by now, but I think his defensive issues worry teams. Yeah, uh, very possible. Um, I, I, some of their pitchers, I guess, you, you, I mean, you could – the thing is that they're not going to win that many games, right? So that's that's the issue there. Uh, you know, uh, Trevor Richards uh, pitching fairly well, uh, has a 2 ERA. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Hey, uh, on the Phillies, uh, let's see, uh, Scott Kingery came in for Michael Franco and ended up going two for two. Didn't hear anything about an injury to Franco. I don't know, if, uh, you know maybe the game got out of hand and they decided that maybe Kingery needed to get some rust off his bat. But uh, uh, Philly starter Zach Eflin, uh, 0.75 ERA uh, at the start of the game, lit up for six runs in four innings. Uh, here's another guy, uh, Caleb Smith. Uh, six shutout innings for the Marlins, six strikeouts, three walks, uh, 2.65 ERA on the season. Now has uh, 21 Ks and 17 innings pitched. Is he a guy that you would consider, George? I think he's a former Yankee, right? No. Nope. No. Nope. No. I mean, once again, uh, it all consists of what you need here. Uh, mm-hmm. But what are we what are we talking about yesterday? With guys like this, all right. They're they're already down to four category guys. They're not getting saves. Well, they're not going to get wins. Mm-hmm. Now down to three categories. You know, we're not talking about a big strikeout guy here. And you know, mm-hmm. some days where the ratios take a beat. Well, 21 Ks and 17 innings pitched so far. Yeah, but, but that's not his history. He, he won't be mm-hmm. that. You know, so, no, I'm not interested. I, it's very hard for me to have someone on my team who I know is not going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one started him last night because no one expected that win to come last night. Right. You're going to start against the, the Giants, you know, teams like that, because that's where you think the win might come. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why it's so tough to trust this guy. If you want to put him on the bottom of your roster, and once again, uh, reserve, and you plug him in there every now and then, because you look at the matchups, okay, I like his matchup this week, fine. But it's going to be what, you're going to start him once every three weeks, every four weeks? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you should be able to do better here. But pitching's thin. I mean, I, I was, I'm talking more of a 10-12 team, uh, 10, uh, team league. You're in a 12-14-16 team league, well, then everybody's valuable. You know, we right. got to plug right. these guys in. But uh, a basic question yeah, when, when we talk, well, we're talking more about 12-team leagues. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. leagues uh, the more, it's not actually a 10-team league is the most popular, but 12 mm-hmm. is what most of us play in. So, uh, like I said, Caleb Smith, eh, eh, that's what he is, eh. Yeah, mm-hmm. start, then I'll move on. Right. And uh, to, to add to what you said, uh, which was all very fine, uh, if you play in a league where you're calculating, where, you know, quality starts is, uh, you know, uh, category, maybe then he has a little bit more value, no? 
I get the wins, you know. Well, I mean, we, we can always get qualifiers. Well, if you play in this kind of league, this guy, I mean, we'll be here all night to talk about mm-hmm. one player. Depending on what type of league. If, Most leagues don't If you play in a league where stars. all the guys have to have the last name Smith, he'd be super valuable. He'd be, he'd be really good. You hit him at Malik Smith, <laughs> you know. Maybe Dominic Smith, the Mets have to give him a chance. Right, right. And that's why uh, I, I always love qualifying questions like that. Well, you play this type of league. Well, yes, you know, but most, most of us don't play in that type of league. I think we should, mind you. I think quality uh-huh. starts should be a stat over wins, not a little pet peeve. Let to right. get rid of average, too. I think maybe next year you and I should start a Smith & Jones league. <laughs> Fantasy, <laughs> Fantasy Sports Today on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. Giants, Rockies, next. More Game of Thrones, too. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Our favorite 80s metal bands, Quiet Riot, Bang Your Head. I bang my head quite often when I have a bad DFS night or uh, <laughs> or losing some money here. Oh, my favorite team loses, whatever it is. Uh, Quiet Riot. Were you a big Quiet Riot fan, Joe? I wouldn't say big, but yeah, I like the, the songs. I mean, the yeah. Come On, Feel the Noise, another one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, I, like yeah, I love that a lot. one. Yeah. Yeah, come on, feeling noise is is good as well. So uh, that whole genre yeah. of uh, you know big hair, you know uh, heavy kind of I don't know if you call it heavy metal or uh, it is definitely hard rock. I mean, you know, but uh, just get you you know get you revved up. Rat, yeah, I, rat, I kinda, right, right. Rat was always and the, good. And the, you know, not to be a sexist, but the hottest, uh, the hotter the women in their music videos, the more I like the band. Well, that, that's pretty much everybody likes that. Okay. I, don't, I don't know about sex. It's just human nature. Wow. If you're, you know. if you're a male, I mean, it's come a, on. You know, that's uh, 30 years ago. You know, the things were, uh, I shouldn't say more accepted, but, you know, you know, just try to, I don't, I don't want to step on any toes here, but, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. God forbid those... we should ever do that on one of these shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, we're so, so politically correct. Uh, yeah. Good, good luck with that. All right, with Major League Baseball season in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto fan duel or DraftKings $1 million tournament winner or become one of the countless number of people who have won a gaudy pile of Benjamins using Daily Roto's, Roto's lineup optimizers. If you are playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount Today. Sounds like a good plan to me. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Joe Galiner. I'm George Kurtz. Uh, Joe and I, uh, we're here every Sunday. Every Sunday morning, Joe. But not mm-hmm, next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Not no, next no. Sunday. No, we'll be no deep next in prayer. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's what I'll be. Yes, deep in prayer. I don't think I'll be deep in his sleep. Uh, that's what I'll be doing next Sunday at 845. Now I'm going to text you real early. Yeah, you do, you bastard. Now I'll be. Remember that gun to your head? That you didn't want me to come? Yeah. Right, right. I'm right. coming to Staten Island. Uh, yeah, I, I am far, far. Hey, it's going to cost you, cost, you, cost you a lot of money to get to Staten Island these days. They just rape, Maybe worth rape, it rape, if you wake oh. me up. <laughs> I think it's like 19 bucks now for uh, non Staten Island residents without uh, an easy pass. Crazy stuff to get over that Rosano Bridge. But I'm worth it, baby. I'm worth it. What, what is it with an easy pass? Uh, as a Staten Island resident with an Easy Pass, I pay a little less than six dollars a trip. 
And what about if you're not a Staten Island person with an easy pass? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I just know that the, the number 19 you know, rings a bell. It's, it's, it is crazy. Yeah. yeah it's, but I am worth it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely freaking nuts that it's uh, <laughs> that expensive. And anyway, uh, fantasy sports today. Joe Galina, George Kurtz. We're here every uh, Sunday. Uh, I was about to say we have Chris Mitchell later, but that's actually on Weekend Fantasy Update, which <laughs> Joe and I will be doing also. Uh, right. No can no Cam Stewart today. Cam is uh, still in Vegas, but on his way back, I think, tonight, if I remember correctly. I think he's taking the red eye. So uh, it should be interesting to talk to him yesterday, uh, tomorrow on Game Time Decisions. Oh, he's going to have some see, great stories to right, tell. See that's, how, that's a must-listen tomorrow, uh, Game Time Decisions with him and Gabe, man. <laughs> I, know his, I know his week was going pretty well during the week. He was hitting some winners, actually hitting a bunch mm-hmm. of winners, and seemed to be doing very well and having a great time. Hopefully that continued over the weekend. We shall see. His Toronto, uh, his Toronto Maple Leafs lost last night, game two against the Boston Bruins. And I guess we'll talk a little hockey here since it's, uh, it's my segment. We'll get some hockey in there. Uh, sure. Like said, the Bruins uh, did even up the series against the Maple Leafs 1-1. I don't want to say the big news coming out of the series, but Joe, this is a nasty series. Now, you and I talked yesterday about uh, the Lightning and the uh, Blue Jackets and Nikita Kucherov. Mm-hmm. I mentioned a uh, superstar player, uh, did a dirty play, uh, and I was wondering what the suspension was going to be. They suspended him one game. Okay. Now, the NHL, uh, NHL has always looked at, at as playoff games being worth a lot more than uh, regular season games. And mm-hmm. I mentioned, I think, that if they, I think if it was a regular season game, he'd have gotten three, four, five, somewhere around there. He gets one playoff game. Now, don't get me wrong. They're down 2-0 in the series. You take away their best player, this might signify doom. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might end them. You know, but I think he probably deserved – I think I'd have to give him at least two. That's what I think. Now, I bring this up because last night, another dirty play. Uh, it was it was a rough game, and there were uh, quite a few dirty plays in the game. But uh, Nazim Kadri, who has a history, that's the key thing. He's had he's been suspended before. He's been a problem before. Good player, not a superstar, but a good solid player. But uh, he got it was close to a knee on knee, which once again is can be considered dirty depending on how it happens. Sometimes they're accidental. This one didn't mm-hmm. look like it was, but it wasn't quite knee on knee. He ended up getting tripped and fl- flying in the air and uh, came back in the game, so he wasn't hurt. But later in that game, he takes a stick and cross-checks someone in the face, in the head. All oh, right, boy. and he got thrown out. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to get suspended again. And mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how many games he'll get. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a play, Joe, where, you know, mm-hmm. if I did that to you, you in, the, in the street, I'm arrested. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but in the NHL, we'll see what the NHL gives him as far as a suspension. I'm curious to see what he gets because, as I said, he's a repeat offender. You know, Nikita Kucherov has never really – I don't think he's ever been suspended before. I don't know if he's ever been disciplined before. Kadri has on more than one occasion. So I'm curious to see what happens to him. But as I told you, Joe, in the NHL, you never know. Mm. So now the series is tied 1-1, right? And the, was this just like the, the, the Bruins just trying to, like, uh, you know, make a statement here? You know, because uh, yeah, I'm looking at the, the headlines. The Bruins play the tough guy in, in game two, you know, and Maple Leafs lose their composure. So you think that this was a uh, uh, an effort to just kind of take the Maple Leafs out of their game maybe and looking forward to the next few games, you know, just to, you know, have it in the back of their mind? You know. I think that's a pretty good way to look at it. I do. <laughs> I think, once again, the Bruins are the heavier team. Uh, Toronto's the more skilled team. Toronto's mm-hmm. not known as a, uh, a big bruising team. They don't have those kind of players. You know, and I thought the Bruins, not really no, no NHL team does, but there's still certain NHL teams that are bigger, stronger uh, than other teams. And the Bruins are that kind of team. Toronto's a very mm-hmm. skilled team. I mean, if you, if you try and play Toronto skill for skill, there's not too many teams that can do that. I mean, with uh, Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, uh, there's a lot of skill there, a lot of skill there. So this could have been the Boston Bruins where, hey, we're going to hit you. Hit everything that moves, mm-hmm. legally or illegally. <laughs> the thing is, right, right. You, don't want to take, you, you can't afford to take too many penalties here, but uh, it was a uh, nasty game last night. It really, it really mm-hmm. was. It was uh, I don't want to say back to old-time hockey when you and I were younger. Mm-hmm. And there were brawls all over the place, but uh, it was certainly not for the uh, faint of heart. I mean, they were gonna, right. they were going to be hits here. You know, the, what do you they, prefer they by the way? Hits. You're a long-time hockey fan, obviously. Do you prefer the the more bruising aspect of the game, or do you, you like the more uh, you know skillful kind of you know? I have no problem with the the bruising part, but don't use your stick. Don't mm-hmm. use it as a weapon. You want to hit somebody with your body? I'm good with that's what hockey is. But don't your mm-hmm. stick's a weapon. Don't be swinging your stick around. You know, and using it as a weapon, as a bat or a sword, 
I don't mm-hmm. like that at all. I don't like the clutching and grabbing. I want. I do want to see the skill, but I want to see the hitting too. And I'm, I want America, man. I want to see hitting. That's why I've never, <laughs> I've never understood why hockey doesn't take off. It has everything. Mm-hmm. It has you know, it has hitting. It's it's fast. I get it. There aren't enough goals scored, but even that, the goal scoring is up this year. It's been up the last couple mm-hmm. of years. So the Angels trying to fix that, but uh, I prefer a mixture of both. You know, mm-hmm. where I, uh, I mean, listen, I I like. I like fights. I do. You don't see them anymore. But I like them. As mm-hmm. long as there's two willing combatants, I have no problem with a fight. You know, right. none. I, I don't like it when someone's, you know, I wouldn't want some big guy beating me up. So I don't like that. You know, if the mm-hmm. guy, other guy doesn't want to fight, then there's no fight. You know, but I also don't like it where the little guys, like the Brad Marchands of the, of the Boston Bruins. Very good player. But he does a lot of dirty things. And he does things that he, back 20 years ago, he wouldn't be able to do them because he would have gotten his ass kicked. Right, and he right. would have gotten, gotten his doors blown off, but now mm-hmm. that no one, you know, the Angels not that kind of league anymore. We don't see that, so he gets away with this kind of crap, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Players taking advantage of that, where you, you, you normally wouldn't have seen that. Players can't police themselves as much anymore. So the, I said I don't enjoy that. So like I said, that series is tied one-one, and uh, the Capitals and uh, Hurricanes. You know, Caps got off to a two-nothing lead. Looked like they were going to win this one pretty easily. And uh, Caps are defending a couple of Senate Stanley League champions. Uh, Carolina tied the game up a couple of times, tied it up at 2-2. Caps go ahead 3-2. Carolina ties it up at 3-3, goes to overtime. Overtime was a theme last night. A lot of overtime games. And, Joe, man, there's nothing like it. If you're a fan or <laughs> yes. you have money on the yeah. game or any rooting mm-hmm. interest, an overtime NHL playoff game will drive you. In, you're not sitting down. You can't sit mm-hmm. down. I mean, you, you just can't because everything scares the crap out of you. Uh, so it's, it's it, was, it was great. A lot of overtime playoff games last night, and this was one of them. Uh, Capitals end up winning 4-3. Uh, like I said, defending cup chance. Carolina probably out of their depth here. You know, first time they made the playoffs, I think, in a decade. And uh, yeah, listen, they gave them a good game, but in the end they lost here. And uh, for, like I said, for Carolina, I think it's just a matter of uh, keep building. Keep building. Yeah, one overall – one another theme in these playoffs, and that I, I don't – I can't remember. I talked to this about – with Gabe, I think, on Friday or th- Thursday or Friday. So many uh, teams in the playoffs, I think there are four of them, are going with more than one, have more than one goalie. They don't have just one goalie. Islanders, mm. Leonard and Greece. Carolina, McElhenney and Morazic. The uh, Avalanche, Grubauer and Varlamov. Uh, uh, Calgary, Smith and Riddich. It's unusual, but it's also something, another pattern we're seeing this year, teams with more than one goalie. Was this uh, prevalent also in the regular season, or did they switch switch over? No, same thing in the regular season. They, all yeah, these yeah. teams mm-hmm. all use both. When mm-hmm. I say they had more mm-hmm. than one, there really was no starter here. You, they kept switching mm-hmm. off. Right now, all these teams have sticked with the with their one guy. I wonder if there'll be mm-hmm. some change at Carolina. I wonder if they'll switch now. They're down two games, sort of nothing to lose. Got to try and get a spark. Shake things up a little bit. Yeah, right. Shake shake things mm-hmm. up. Islanders mm-hmm. are up 2-0. They're not changing. Colorado mm-hmm. just won there. Just even the series. I doubt they're changing. Calgary's also one one. And I don't know if you can blame Mike Smith for that loss last night. They lost three two in overtime. So the next game we'll talk about Colorado and Calgary. Calgary, uh, they have the best record in the Western Conference. All right, best record in the Western Conference. The they play. They got, probably got the best draw in facing Colorado. It's why it was so important to win that division because you want to play Colorado and not get stuck playing uh, Vegas or San Jose. That series is also tied at one-one. They'll have Game Three today. Uh, Calgary, very good offensive team. I mean, they got players. They, they can score goals. They can score a lot of goals. They can score them quickly. Defense is okay. The question mark has been goaltending. And Joe, goaltending in the NHL is like quarterback in football. Without mm. it, you're gonna have a tough time winning. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, even back in the day when I was heavy into it, right? I mean, you, you would ride that that the, the hot goalie. I mean, uh, you know, who was the, the the Rangers that that won them the the uh, the Stanley Cup final? Uh, can't think of Richter. his name, but I see his face, Richter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got a hot goalie and it take you all the way. Yeah, it um, it helps. You you can't win without mm-hmm. one. You can't win without one. You you it just. Uh, it's hard not to. That's why it's so strange with these four teams uh, that have been rotating goalies all season. You just don't see that. You, you know, it's something I like to say. If you have two goalies, it means you don't have one. It mm-hmm. means you don't trust one. It's a, That's a good point. It's yeah. highly unusual that you have two great goalies. Oh, my God. We don't know which one to use there because they're both fantastic. Nobody has mm-hmm. that. There's generally not enough goalies to go around in the NHL. But, uh, hey. You know, it, it's working. Uh, I love the hockey playoffs. Love it. I love it much more than the regular season because the games mean more. The intensity is higher. And I, I just think, to me, that's a whole lot of fun. 
Only game we haven't talked about from last night, Nashville and Dallas also goes to overtime. Three overtime mm-hmm. games. Fair. I mean, wow. Three. That's great. Uh, Nashville, Dallas. Uh, Nashville uh, wins 2-1 in this series. Uh, Nashville's a weird team. You know, I think Gabe put it perfectly. You know, he, uh, he said he wouldn't be surprised if Nashville was eliminated in round one or went to the Stanley Cup Finals. You know, oh, wow. They, just, they, they have the talent, Joe. They have the talent. Mm-hmm. The defense is – the defense when playing when, – when they play up to their uh, stats is the best defense in the league. It's really not close. Mm-hmm. You got a good goalie in Pekka Renee. You know, uh, a little inconsistent, but still very good goalie in Pekka Renee. And you have enough offense, Arvidsson, Forsberg, where you should be able to do some damage here. The problem is, you know, up the middle, Johansson, Torres have been so-so. You know, certainly not playing up to what we expected them to play up to. So that's their issue. They're up the middle in the NHL, like like other sports. You, you know, some baseball. You know, if you're not good up the middle, you're gonna have problems. Same thing with basketball. You know, the, the tall guy up the middle, you're gonna have some problems. Hockey's the same way. If you can't win faceoffs, if your centers aren't playing well, you're gonna have problems. Winning faceoffs in the NHL is important. It's like time of possession in football. If you win a faceoff, you got the puck. You know, mm-hmm. in football, you got the foot. You know, you got the ball. The other team can't generally can't score. I understand there's uh, you know pick sixes and stuff like that, but generally you're going to do very well if you control them, uh, time possession there. Same thing, same thing in hockey. Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I said, those uh, all series went to uh, went to OT last night. We have four games today, including one thing I didn't realize, Joe, when uh, when you and I were talking yesterday. My Islanders, as you like to say, my Islanders. <laughs> I own. I, own. Uh, I like he's taking possession now. Good. Okay. No, well, the Islanders they play at twelve o'clock today. Okay, I mean, mm. this game will be mostly played while we're on air. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's, I'm sure uh, that's it'll be on it. in the background. You think? <laughs> you think? I think there's a fairly uh, good chance of that happening. You were saying that you had, uh, what, uh, uh, Dallas Cowboy Blue or Dallas Cowboy Silver uh, painted on uh, in your office or you know, your, your man cave. No uh, Islander Orange? What, what's what's the prevalent color in the uh, – you know, I mean, at one point they were the Gordons Fishermen's, right? But uh, what would you say the main color would be for the Islanders? Is it the orange? Uh, I mean, you could say it's blue, too. I mean, it's Nassau mm-hmm. County, so it's orange and blue. That's what Nassau County is. Right, uh, right. But uh, I – I mean, the problem is I already have blue in the room, right? I have the Yankee right. blue, and which is you said it's navy blue, and that's on the walls. So if I could do another, the uh, yeah, I own the blue would be a couple of shades lighter, and that w- that wouldn't look right. So I didn't want to have two mm. blues. Orange, come on, man, that that's really bright. Uh, so no, I, <laughs> I, I I had to stay away from that. Uh, no. Uh, no Islander colors. Yeah, I have some. I have some Islander plaques. I have an Islander, Islander jersey on the wall, but uh, no. How far no do they go, George? Here. Uh, listen, I, I had Pittsburgh in six in the series. Okay. I, I, I picked Pittsburgh in six. Now it's going to be very, uh, very tough for Pittsburgh to win this series. They, uh, not impossible, mind you. Being down 2-0 mm-hmm. when you lose the first two games uh, on the road, that's happened many times. 3-0 you still is, come back is and almost impossible. 3-0 yeah. is impossible. Yeah, 3-0, mm-hmm. you pretty much you're, you're done. So Pittsburgh, this is a must-win game today. And I, once again, I expect them to win. So I expect the series to really pick up on Tuesday. Because once again, that's when Pittsburgh either ties it up and it's a series again, or 3 1 is pretty much over here. That's what I expect, Joe. So uh, Pittsburgh still has a fighter's chance, not over. But that game's at 12 o'clock. All the other games tonight are in the evening in the NHL playoffs there. So if you're wondering about those games, that's when they are. This is Fantasy Sports Today. I'm George Kurtz. He's Joe Galena. Sean Angle behind the glass. We'll be back after this.